What's up, peeps? We are back from GalaxyCon in Raleigh. If you follow us on Instagram or Twitter, you would know that. Follow us at CashGradCinema on both platforms. Please do it, because I'm not gonna. How dare you? I am hilarious. <laughs> Trey's not with us this week because he did not go to GalaxyCon because I'm an adult with responsibilities. All right, Trey, we get it. He has to feed his iguana. <laughs> Lucy basically feeds herself, okay? thought it was Jeb-Jeb. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, stop it with the intellectual property theft. That's <laughs> all I know. <laughs> so we went to GalaxyCon. In Raleigh, which was July... 25th through the 28th, perhaps? Yes, and we were there for all four days. Now, I know what you're thinking. You've already committed a cash grab sin by paying for a four-day pass. We did not pay for it. We got media passes for a unrelated project to the podcast, which we will hopefully be talking about soon. And how. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like if you're trying to be my hype man by just saying something after everything I say, you're doing a horrible I'll, job. I'll, I'll just default to Ed McMahon. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Yes. Terrible hype man. I need a new guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> so the question we're posing this week, are Comic Cons or Anime Cons or Gaming Cons, cons of any kind. Cons, cons. Are they... A cash grab, or have they turned into a cash grab? That's the question we're posing this week. So I guess the first thing I have to mention that a four-day pass to the Raleigh convention, if we were to have had to pay for it, was over like two hundred fifty dollars. Right. Pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten other passes, like a three-day pass, a one-day thing, just for Saturday. If you got the one-day pass for Saturday, you had to buy a night pass to go to all the parties as well. What? Yeah, so that was a little want want. You got a day pass, just a day pass, <laughs> just a day pass. That's not the same as a night pass, <laughs> right? Wait, did you get the? Uh, did you buy the uh, the elevator key so you could go up the elevator? What about a bathroom pass? Well, I fucked up and didn't get the two thirty pass, so I had to stand outside for an hour. If you did not get the bathroom pass, you're going out and using the porta potties. I mean, we're not animals. Yeah, right? those are a quarter each, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to do that for the mechanism to work. Otherwise, some people. Like they'll hold it open for other people, and that's like pretty it, chill. It's pretty chill. That's pretty. That's pretty dope. That's like at Aldi, you know, when somebody has the cart and they just like give you the cart, so you go, "Hey, hey, bro, you don't have to worry about that quarter. I know you're getting it back anyway. Don't even sweat it." Okay, so I have to tell you because you said that the last time me and the kid went to Aldi, an older gentleman was like, "Oh, here, just take my cart and we'll trade quarters." The kid did not understand, so he was like, shit, yeah, put his quarter in the pocket and took the cart. And the guy was like, that was my fault. <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just went apart, went along his day like, oh, well, lost that quarter. The kid's a dumbass. <laughs> well, you have to, if you're an adult, you're like, well, I'm not going to shake down this kid for a quarter. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just hit a whole different level if that's what you're doing. Hey, kid, kid, that's my quarter. Chasing him down while eating a hamburger he found. <laughs> and somehow smoking the, the smallest little bit like fat cigar at the same time. Just it, really classing it up. Flip-flops of tennis shoes. Or <laughs> flip-flops of socks. That's what I meant. Not tennis shoes. Or that. Whatever. Crocs, come at me if you want to work something out there. That was genius. <laughs> But the con ticket price itself were pretty pricey. Not unreasonable, 
for a four-day event. And it was really expensive considering the sheer volume of people that ended up going. I mean, Saturday was an insane day. If you check GalaxyCon's unofficial fan page on Facebook, one of the main complaints was people saying that Saturday was just oversold and it wasn't even fun anymore. Because it was just so crowded. Like, the escalators were breaking left and right because people had capes that kept getting... (laughs) It's true. They had capes and they kept getting sucked in the elevators. Where was Edna to be like, no capes? (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty funny. And then the elevator situation was just a clusterfuck because, well, if you get on elevator C, it only goes to levels 1... Three and the basement, which is unaccessible. If you get on elevator two, which is 50 feet the other way, well, it only goes to floor two on Thursdays. Like, (laughs) it made no sense. You know what, though? I think that that was designed with sort of like business people and business minded people Mm -hmm. in mind. Because imagine if you. It definitely wasn't designed with people with disabilities in mind. Not with disabilities. Or wearing giant costumes. Yeah, not not in sort of a a hurried, frantic rush to sort of get to one side to the other and say, and say, an elevator is your only option, right? Yeah, you can't there are the plenty of people that who were there. Like I met this one guy, super nice. He was with his dad, and his dad had recently, I think last year, had medical problems, and he was in a hospital bed. Oh wow! Yeah, so he, but he was like still fully functioning in his mind, and like we talked and conversated, but he can't even sit in a wheelchair. Right. And it, it, and I asked them, like, how's the elevator been for you? And they were just both, like, horrible. <laughs> I mean, I saw lines for the elevator that lasted, like, 20 minutes or yeah. something. Like, think, of, think of how much money you spend to go. Yeah. And then how much uh, time is sort of wasted. Just, it's I almost think like Disneyland. They would have done better with the fucking ramps. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Let's just install some. I mean, surely you can, like, rent ramps. Right and and I have no the, idea. I don't know. But that was a that was a nightmare. And then I met this one guy who cosplayed as um, the Hulk from Thor Ragnarok. Did oh. you meet him? Yes, I did. He uh, was if amazing. you are interested in seeing that costume, because it was so good, and he made it himself. Follow him on Instagram at not the rock. And he's got a YouTube channel at the, with the same name, not the rock. Yeah, my dude was awesome he you could tell he was dying like he sweated out a human's amount of sweat in 20 minutes yeah but it was a true blood sacrifice yeah he wore that thing all day took hundreds of pictures with kids and adults Mm -hmm. and like you could like but he was dying right like his his partner was there to like basically mop up the sweat from the like, just ignore this. I'm just this is water, not his sweat. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. But he couldn't take the stairs. I, he would it, he would just be dead. Right. He would have fallen to his death. <laughs> so there was that problem. But there was a lot of really like super impressive, um, super impressive costumes. Oh yeah. Did um, you, there was there was a Snape there. Mm-hmm. That seriously made me do a double take and be like, "Holy shit, is that Alan Rickman?" <laughs> it was that good. 
And his wife was Professor McGonagall. And you talked to them, right? And they, yes. They, they, and they spoke with English accents? Were they actually English or were they just in character? I think they were just in character. That's so cool. They were really fucking nice. <laughs> like, they were just the coolest people. But before I was talking to him, and like he was all smiley and nice, he had a Snape face on, just like, just generally, <laughs> a, I can't deal with your bullshit yeah, face. Yeah, it was yeah. great. I've just gotten a whiff of a terrible fart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think of the celebrity guest? I didn't really talk to any of them. I, uh, I sort of. You saw Jason Mewes. I saw playing J- Fortnite. I saw Jason Mewes. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Well, I saw him like on the floor and Brian O'Halloran, and I was I really wanted to talk to them, but I get I get stage fright with stuff like that. Right. Really, really bad, and so I just I couldn't bring myself to actually meet these two because. Right. Dude, I grew up on Kevin Smith movies. I love them. I, you know, I, I understand they're not, you know, extra super cinematic and, you know, it's not like watching Jean-Pierre Jeunet or something. But All right, calm it down. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's not like a... I love that you're just like, well, I like McDonald's, but I also eat, like, Kobe beef. Just like, shut up. It's not like watching a film by Sir Pauly Shore. <laughs> He was there. Polly Shore was there. That's true. He looks, I, did, I didn't see him. Look him up on the Google. Put in Polly Shore 2019. He looks different. Hmm. I, maybe it's just the hair has gone. Right. Because when I think Polly Shore, I think of his you hair. Think, you think the waist? So. Yeah. Yeah. And his hair is all short. Like It just looks weird. <clears throat> but I saw those guys. I did speak to one celebrity, and that was, um, I'm going to mess up his last name, but it's Dino... Stampanopolis? Starburns. Starburns. Of community. Of community. Yeah, I didn't see him when you saw him and you said, what, you, like, you I told pa- him you were a fan? Yeah, oh, yeah, totally. I, I passed by him uh, on a staircase, I think on the first day. and so. Oh, was, yeah, Thursday was actually really nice. It was fantastic. It if was you're going to go and you don't want to go. And you don't and, want the stampede. Yeah, and you Thursday. don't want to pay for the four-day pass, go Thursday or Sunday. Yeah. But I would recommend Thursday. Yeah. Um. But I passed him by, and, and I get really nervous. I get starstruck super easy. So I rec- it took me just a second, but I recognized him. I was like, oh, man, I'm a huge fan. And he was like, oh, thanks. And that was it. That was our com- complete Well, I saw him again with you later at a panel show. Yeah, we went to a comedy <sighs> show with him, and, and I think it was Dana Snyder from Squidbillies. What, well, we're I'm gonna, on a panel. As I'm going to use, I think Josh should clarify, comedy show was used... <laughs> Very liberally. To be fair, we walked in mid-show, so yeah. we didn't. And it was witness... Saturday night, so they had already done this like three or four times. Right. This was, yeah, this was a recurring thing. Yeah. And, and it's the third night, and yeah. you're almost done. So this guy we sit next to, who is actively tweeting and like playing with his phone about other stuff, so he's not even into it. <laughs> uh, says, yeah, like they're up there with like some chicken, and they're trying to. Like, you have to justify why you deserve a piece of chicken. It's hilarious. And, so and then he immediately goes back to his go. phone. Like, is it hilarious? <laughs> yeah. So, the, yeah, they had this big platter of chicken. And they had some people lined up. I guess they offered out and said, like, hey, if we don't have enough to share with everybody. But if you feel you like can, you deserve you some chicken. You have to justify why you deserve this chicken. Right. Yeah. Kind and, of a flimsy, shaky premise. Right. And so some people are getting chicken. Some people are getting rejected. And then a kid... I'm going to guess a kid because he's wearing a Pickle Rick foam costume. Like, he didn't even make it. It's like a, one of those Halloween ones. Like yeah. You can get him, like, pizza-shaped or whatever. I don't know if he was a kid, though. He had a tattoo on his arm. 
So oh, but you only have to be 18 to get a tattoo. Okay, so he was, yeah. At least over 18 because he has a tattoo. But his whole head is covered. Technically an adult. He would be tried as an adult <laughs> if he had committed a crime. Oh, my God. But it turns out he's a victim of a crime. Continue. So, so he gets the chicken, and then he leaves. Because mm. it's a really long show. And I will say one thing that was kind of frustrating is they scheduled stuff all on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to be one place and then something else was happening at the same time that you wanted to do, you would have to leave. So I feel like that's what happened. This guy was like, oh, I want to go see... They were doing cosplay wrestling. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was it. Maybe he was like, oh, I want to go see cosplay wrestling. Or whatever. Whatever. So he left. Right. And so Dino... Or Starburns. Star- <laughs> we're gonna refer His to name him, was Alex. We're going to refer to him as Starburns because what he did was like a... <laughs> Hugely this, rude Starburns move. This is a classic Starburns. This is like, it, yeah, he's just reeling from his meth lab in, a, in the trunk <laughs> of his car. Exploding. And exploding. Yeah, he's, you know, he's been trying to deal with that. So Starburns is like, did that guy just fucking leave? And like runs out of the thing. And everybody's laughing. We're Because that part was kind of funny. Yeah, it was kind of like, ah, ha, ha, And ha, he ha. drags him back in and he's like, what the fuck? And you think, like, oh, he's going to be funny and be like, you betrayed me. How could you do this? I gave you that chicken. We had we a were sacred friends. bond. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's not what fucking happened. He ends up just straight up punching this dude in the face. Three times. Three times. I don't know if it was in the face. It was somewhere in the head. He was making contact with something beneath the Pickle Rick foam. Yeah. And then and he, he like, really hit him a few yeah, times. Yeah, because the guy's, like, grabbing his Starburn's arm, like, fucking stop. Right. And then he leaves again, and everybody's like, <laughs> like... Dude just assaulted him. <laughs> what? Where's the comedy? That's not how this works. Like, fart jokes aren't funny if you just go fart joke. And punching someone in the face isn't funny if there's nothing else there. So Pickle Rick basically just sulks away and he's just like, dude, it's just a joke, you know, whatever. And, and he sounded really sad. He sounded sad. He sounded sad. I don't know. And at, the, at this time, I th- feel like most of the audience is thinking of like, was this a bit? Was this planned? It doesn't seem planned. It doesn't feel it, planned. It doesn't feel planned. It feels like... Because along with punching him, he just, like, screams at him, like, fuck you, fucking fuck, you piece of shit. Like, that's not funny. It's like in the office when Michael Scott goes to his improv class, and he's got yes. a problem where he just pulls out the gun every time. Yes. <laughs> and, and, like, he thinks it's hilarious, but no one else around him is in. Like, Ken Jong and all his friends just like, oh, my God. Look, we're going to a thing later. Don't tell Michael about it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. And then there was a bar in the back of this room, and somebody was like, oh, buy him a drink, like Starburns. And I'm thinking, like, fucking don't. I think he's good. <laughs> but Pickle Rick leaves, takes his costume off, according to someone who's outside, and, like, sulks away, and, like, people laugh at him. It's mm. like, well, fucking, of course he sulked away. You punched him in the face. He can never wear this costume again. It was at that point where we decided to go have a burger at Red Robin. Oh, yeah, we fucking <laughs> left. Like, wow. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Red Robin. Red Robin. Yelp. Diarrhea. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. <laughs> Trey's right. You're the reason we're never going to get any fucking sponsors. That's right. And, we'll, you know, we won't gain money, but we'll maintain our integrity. No, I want fucking money. <laughs> oh, so this is pro cash grab. I'm sorry. I yeah, I misread the format. The podcast is. <laughs> duh. I'm just here to judge everyone else. Give me some coin. <laughs> that is. 
hypocritical. I'm going to call Starbirds in here to punch <laughs> you in your fucking face. <laughs> He'll do it. Yeah, so we just left just like, well, that sullied it. Yeah, that was kind of that was, was kind of weird. It was weird and not good weird, but like is Starburns okay? And that's the thing. And it sucks because I I genuinely do admire his work. He worked on Mr. Show. He was like integral to, to Mr. Show. But he's, see, the he's thing a is, funny dude. He's but, done a lot of right, great TV. Right, but when you're writing in a TV room, there's other people there to rein you in. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like in that moment, because everyone was clapping for him and like <laughs> nobody was reining him in. <laughs> Nobody. When what people should have done was, holy fuck. Pickle Rick, are you okay? I wonder if that's, now this is weird. I wonder if that's just the effect of having the convention in Raleigh. Like, but there's something so, in some, the water in Raleigh that no, makes no, people crazy. No, no, no. But like some. Brought some, to you by Sir Walter Raleigh. Some celebrities, especially ones who spent most of their time out in LA or something like that, they might think like, oh, North Carolina. <sighs> These fucking bumpkins. They voted, they agree they to come. Trump. They <laughs> agree to come. Nobody forces them. They are contracted. Like, hey, contacted. Like, hey, do you want to come here? And they say yes. But even still, you might not bring your A game is what I'm saying. Or maybe they just think like, oh, this is the kind of shit that hillbillies think is funny. Right. Just like, well, yeah, in the right context, of course we think punches are funny. Listen, Rachel, I'm going to get offended no matter what. So oh, I might great. as well. Great. <laughs> so excited for this. <laughs> But so. whatever, like, you missed your celebrity opportunity because you would refuse to speak to anyone that you saw as famous except I was for like, Starburns. Going back to community, I was much like Troy when he meets, like, <laughs> You can't LeVar disappoint <laughs> a picture. I just wanted a picture. Well, I met the wrestler Mick Foley, and he was really nice. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. You oh. don't even know who that is. No, I don't. I don't, but I'm impressed. Yeah. All the same. Because well, I had talked to him. What was he, he was like? Nice. Very charming. Like, nothing but compliments for everyone around him. Like, even the shitty costumes. He was just like, oh, my God, you made that? Like, like shitty costumes, that's really mean. But some people, like, you know, just buy yeah. kind of crappy Halloween costumes. But they're just in it for a good time. They're not in it to spend thousands of dollars like other cosplayers are. But even then, he'd be like, oh, you look so cool. And, yeah, like, woo. And he was really nice. You know who else is really nice? Who? Creed Bratton. Yeah, yeah, Creed was there. Creed and Stanley. And um, Meredith. And Meredith, of course, yes. Yeah, but Creed Batman was really nice. Like, at his signing table, he stood in front of the table instead of sitting behind it and, like, greeted everyone. Even if you didn't buy anything from him, if you said hi to him, he would talk to you. That's awesome. It's super cool. Yeah. Oh, and the guy who did the art for King of the Hill was there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Joel Adams, I believe. Mm, I'm not sure. I'd have to check my Instagram. I'm following him on Instagram now because I bought something from him. It is Dale Gribble dressed as Deadpool. I'm going to post this to, to our Instagram at Cash Grab Cinema so you can see it. But it's Dale Gribble dressed as Deadpool, throwing pocket sand, saying, shah, shah, shah. It was very funny. Yeah, so it is Joel Adams. We checked. And, like, he was really nice. And he was drawing, like, uh, original art that you could buy of the King of the Hill characters. And he would take commissions. For a few more dollars. Yeah. He was really nice. Speaking of awesome cosplayers, you guys have to follow this guy on Instagram. It's RockyBigRock41 on Instagram. They're basically like Optimus Prime, and like he creates all these Autobot characters. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. What was, he was dressed as Gundam? Is that a thing? I'm not sure. Gingham? Who, yeah, it's Gingham. <laughs> it's Gingham. Gingham. <laughs> uh, go check out his Gingham look. Um <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I'm ter- I, I know the things I know, and I'm terribly ignorant about everything else in the universe. It's not until you go to a Comic-Con convention and you think before you go, like, oh, man, I'm really aware of pop culture, yep. and I'm with it, and I'm relevant. Man, I'm, a, I'm a total nerd. Yeah. I'm into and I'm it. Into, and then you get there, like, I don't know who that is. I don't know what 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 that is. I don't know what. What is any of this? Oh, hey, it's the guy from Beetlejuice. I don't know what that is. <laughs> what that is. Like, there's so much. But you know what? That I you're think, unaware of. I think in a way, there's a solidarity in that every single person is like that. Not no one knows absolutely everything that's there. Of course not. And uh, case in point, I didn't have any costumes to put on, but I I have some nerdy T-shirts, and so I thought. You know, certain thing I had a T-shirt well, for Sean. Well, we couldn't really dead. dress up. We were working. Yeah, we were working, so we, yeah, we weren't really dressed up. But I have a T-shirt from the British sci-fi comedy show Red Dwarf that I wore and got zero comments, which is actually my biggest complaint <laughs> of GalaxyCon. I think I'm not saying like burn it to the ground, but <laughs> but maybe like, nobody noticed my fucking Red Dwarf shirt. So sorry, Josh. And that was very important to me. Well, it broke his little heart. <laughs> it did. As, as he snuggled down into the Roach Motel each night, like, why doesn't anyone like me? Now, it, it's not just a, it's not a t-shirt of just the Red Dwarf logo. It's actually, it looks like a sort oh, of... Oh, yeah, get more into this. Futuristic... Let me know when you're done. <laughs> it's for the London... The London Jets, which is a which is a futuristic, it's a future sport called Zero G Football, and they're a team from London, so it's a fake team from the show, Red Dwarf that I love very much. Anyways, welcome back to Cash Grab Cinema. I don't know what just happened. I fell asleep for like twenty minutes. I have a magic eight ball here, and I'm gonna ask it a question: Is Josh's T-shirt ever going to be recognized by anyone? The little triangle is always hard to read. Uh, really hazy. Try again. All right. Is Josh's T-shirt ever going to be recognized? Yes. There you go. All right. Just a flat yes. Cool. Now Wait, I've... a magic eight ball, Rachel? I didn't know that you were into the occult. Oh, I got this at Goodwill. <laughs> Everyone knows Goodwill is surrounded by the occult. Come on, Josh. <laughs> Goodwill, Goodwill buys and sells in dog magic. Everybody knows this. Come on. Get it together. You're so childish. This is going to be a shorter episode. I'm going to jump right into it. Do you think Comic-Cons, GalaxyCon, all these conventions, are they a cash grab? Okay. I have a semi-complicated answer. All right. Mm-hmm. I'll start it off by saying that I don't have enough of a knowledge of how conventions work, who gets paid what. True. Like, I don't know anything about what happens over at the big one, the Mac Daddy of Comic Con. Yeah, the San Diego. And yeah, I, I can't speak for that at all. Sure. So I don't know exactly how it works, but I would call it, yes, a cash grab for many, many people who go there because it seems like the driving force of what's sort of motivating everybody to be there in the first place is because you do make money. You mm-hmm. you go there with pretty much anything. If you're a vendor, if you're a celebrity. Well, you're misinterpreting our platform. Just because you're trying to make money doesn't make you a cash grab. Right. Are you there to only make money? I, yeah, okay, all right, yes. Yeah, so, thank you. I will uh, amend my response. I think for most people, no, it probably isn't a cash grab. It probably is just they love doing it. It's lots of fun. Hey, a little extra bread on the side, that's great. But I'm sure there are a number of people who exploit it. 
Right. Like then the army was there. Oh, yeah. And the U.S. Army made an appearance. We, actively, how did we not mention they that? They were actively recruiting my my dudes, mostly dudes. I will say that. I only saw them actively recruiting dudes. They're in their uh, up-armored rhinos. That's what you called them. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, get in. Look how cool it is. Look what you could be using this machine. Like, well, probably fucking not. What, you're probably like playing like Call of Duty and stuff like that. Yeah. Is that, is that also, cool? I want to say without a drop of irony, they were there with fucking stormtrooper <laughs> helmets you could put on and take pictures with them. Yeah, dude. Those are the bad guys. <laughs> so you're the bad guys? It's like reality has become Starship Troopers. Why wouldn't you just have <laughs> Jedi so- lightsabers? Like, just go buy some of those fancy lightsabers and have those there. Sure. But no, stormtrooper helmets. That's what makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, T-Mobile and Geico had big setups. Mm-hmm. It's obviously just a cash grab for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there was lots of like, when I there's say- elements There's of that. corporate vendors and then there's independent vendors. Yes. And I think the independent vendors, the artists- um, Especially the artists. I think there's tons of people there that are, they're there for all the right reasons. Yeah. But would it exist without the money component? Probably not, which well, is fine. Well, no offense, but would movies exist without the money component? Of course I th- not. I think so. I think so now they would. I think it's well. You're more lying com- to yourself. No, no, no. You think that, that someone would I'm make- lying about. Look at yes. look at YouTube. People make movies every single day and give it away for free. They're making money. But yes, some do. But there's plenty that don't. Well, and you they don't still think do they ho- don't hope to make money? I I think there's some that genuinely don't care. Then they already have money. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying, like that's Listen, not solely. Josh, like Ariana Grande says. Anybody who thinks money doesn't can't solve your problems doesn't have enough money to solve them. All right. So Josh says not a cash grab. Rachel, your thoughts. Don't you dare. <laughs> You're at an 11 in my booth. I needed to come down to a it, 6. We're going to go to a 15 really quick. Do you want me to punch you in the face? Because I've gotten some ideas from Starburns that you can get away with. You don't even shit. know what booth means. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. I, I would say... That I can't speak to all cons because I've not been to very many. But as for GalaxyCon itself, I don't think it's a cash grab. I do think they could do a better job. I think there are elements there letting their audience down. And I think the ways that they're letting them down is just lazy. They're not even financial things that they could do. Like the gaming area Mm -hmm. where you could play video games. Well, people would just get on a system and camp out there for like four or five hours, nobody else can have a chance to play. I think they probably had the idea in mind, like, well, nobody's going to waste their time. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to just play video games when there's all this cool stuff to do. Well, they didn't think of those guys. <laughs> but some, so yeah. we, so I went in there with the kid, and he wanted to play, and nobody would give up their system. Just like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Let's go do something else. I can't force them up. But why couldn't you have moderators in there? Like, hey, dude, it's been 45 minutes. Your eyes are bleeding. Maybe you need to get up now. Mm-hmm. And most of those people aren't even staff. They're volunteers. They volunteer to get passes. Right. So why couldn't you just have more volunteers in there? It just it seems like not enough forward thinking. Yeah. So I think it's not a cash grab, but they could do a better job. 
totes. So GalaxyCon, if you want to know how you could do a better job, there's that one freebie I'll give you. But like I said, uh, I need some coin, so I'm going to need money for the rest of them. <laughs> you are soulless. Josh, I'm not soulless. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl, we got some... We got some cream of wheat upstairs. Where? Where's the cream of wheat? <laughs> Have you been eating it? So the <laughs> I was saving it for Christmas supper. Not anymore. Thanks a lot, Josh. So the kid talked me in to getting him chocolate frosted flakes for dessert. Right. Yeah. Uh, he was like he wanted it for breakfast. Like, bitch, that ain't breakfast food. A pretty sweet pitch. Yeah. So he got it for dessert food. And he wanted me to make it abundantly clear to you. If he wakes up one day and all the chocolate frosted flakes are gone, he is going to be very mad at you. Very. Why are you telling this to me on the podcast? That way you have evidence <laughs> that, that someone has told you uh, Your Honor, if you will refer to exhibit uh, F4... <laughs> You will see. In this uh, episode, if you uh, skip over the parts that aren't funny, which is uh, 80% of it, you'll hear at the end the evidence about the chocolate frosted flakes. This clearly indicates a verbal contract. The minor child has specified what he wants happening, and the parent ignored it completely for his own selfish gain. (laughs) Selfishly gaining pounds. (laughs) (laughs) anyway so chocolate frosted flakes in five minutes we gotta go guys sorry i hear about something i want it oh shit josh no (laughs) not the chocolate frosted flakes well that's been cash grab cinema and how and our take on conventions what do you guys think about conventions hit us up on our social media platform on Twitter at Cash Grab Cinema and Instagram at Cash Grab Cinema. We want to know what do you think about conventions? Are you having a good time? Are you enjoying those cosplays? Or are you just like, bitch, I'm not paying David Tennant $200 to take a picture with him? <laughs> Catherine Tate was there too. She was. Oh man, that's cool. I'll just wait I for could, the free. I couldn't afford to see anybody. Well, they had a Q&A panel, which anyone could go to with the cost of a ticket. So they. Yeah, I guess that's cool. Yeah. But you couldn't get a picture or an autograph without 200 bucks. Damn. I mean, they did cross an ocean to come see us. Right. They, they live in a different, on well, a different continent. Well, and I was continent. thinking, like, that seems fucked up, man. Like, people can't afford to do that. But then I thought about it. Well, if they didn't charge for it, people would come, buy a ticket just to go see them. And the line to see David Tennant went up and down twice. Mm-hmm. So you already have tons of people coming. And then without the price tag being a little high... I feel like you might run into the getting more like maybe unbalanced people there. Uh, right. So I don't I think, know. But then that goes back to like controlling the number of people that actually show up. Because, I agree. They should again, have. Con- like the overcrowding was, crazy. was insane. Saturday was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it got to a point where I was just like, well, I'm going to go sit over here in the cosplay lounge in this corner where I know nobody knows where it is, just for like 10 minutes of peace, because it was insane. Yeah. There was a line just to go to the bathroom. When when they opened the doors, and I have uh, video evidence to show this, when they opened the doors... Much like the cornflake evidence. There was a... The convention center where it was is just about a so city... So Raleigh Convention Center. It's a it's city huge. block. 
It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a complete city block yeah, of building. It's huge. There was a there was a line around the entire building, a full city block around. And which, those are just the people who bought passes for only Sunday. Or Saturday, yeah. Or yeah, Saturday. Because if you had four day passes or VIP passes or three day passes, you could go in the side door. You didn't have to wait in that line. Yeah. Unless you had a prop, because they have to check your props. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. I saw I saw a full size adult sized rocket raccoon, um, getting his um, giant foam, you know, machine gun from the future. Oh yeah, check. most of those people just take Nerf blasters mm-hmm. and then paint them. But you just have to leave something orange on it that shows that it's not a real weapon. But I saw a kid got his uh, Harry Potter wand turned away. Because it was a deadly weapon? Well, I guess they thought he was fucking magical. I don't know. Like, what is he going to do with that? <laughs> he could end Guardian Leviosa somebody and we would all be just you up see, the, up You the see creek. how the, tall these ceilings are? That person ain't coming down till glory. <laughs> Well, at the yeah, at the screening room, they were going to be showing Glory, um, starring Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned the one white actor from Glory. <laughs> Damn, Josh. Also, Morgan Freeman was in it. There you go. <laughs> Join us next time. We'll be j- bringing you a, an oldie recut with the words "cash grab" instead of "pot boiler." And don't you love those? Aren't those great? I am not losing that content. We worked way too hard on that.